What's going on, Alpha Leaders? Listen, this episode of the Alpha Mindset Podcast is presented to you by our newest sponsor, Checks Watches. We all know looking good is feeling good, but sometimes looking good can be expensive, but not with Checks Watches. Checks Watches create products that look amazing, go the distance, and save you time. The greatest gear you've experienced all under one roof. If you want to look good without breaking the bank, then go over and check them out at www.checkswatches.com. Get ready to amplify your energy and unlock your limitless potential with our dynamic podcast hosted by a powerhouse of motivation and inspiration. Brace yourself for electrifying insights, empowering stories, and actionable strategies that will propel you to greatness. This is the podcast that fuels your fire and transforms your life. Now here is the head alpha himself, Isaac. What's going on, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode to the Alpha Mindset Podcast. I am your head alpha, Isaac Avila. Welcome to the pod. And today I do have a very special guest, my actual honorary first guest, Lalo Guzman. Thank you, hey, bro. Appreciate you joining the podcast. Very excited to have you on. How you living? What up, what up, bro? Dude, I'm fired up to be here, man. I'm super grateful for the invitation to be on this podcast to go to speak to your audience, man. Great. Thank you. Hell yeah, man. No, hey, very excited to have you, man. We, You and I go way back, especially back to middle school, even elementary school days. And, uh, you know, for anybody that you guys will know who he is in here in just a minute, but, I mean, this guy has gone through a lot, but I've seen him nothing but success from, from when he was a kid to now, and it, it shows. And so, you know, Lalo, I'm very excited to have you on here, man. So what we're going to get into, just the biggest thing, especially with this podcast, especially what I talked about on the last episode was, you know, the mindset, the alpha mindset is a very big thing. And a lot of people, you know, misconstrued what that can actually be. But alpha mindset is just keeping that positivity, keeping that grit, keeping that grind each and every day to get up and get after what's yours. And some people don't understand there's a lot of different lives that we live, whether we're parents, whether we're, you know, going through something financially or anything like that. And the reason why I kind of say that is because, especially for men, a Latino men, it's really hard for us to express our emotions, right? It's really hard for us to really talk about some of the things that we go through and some of these feelings that we have, but we've been brought up to like, hey, nix that, we got to hold into the back of our minds. But I do want to ask you just a little bit, you know, questions about that, but mainly, man, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us, you know, how'd you get into your business? What kind of business do you run? You know, just kind of uh, let the people know who you are, man. For sure, bro. So um, currently I do solar and life insurance, but... Uh, Solar's been my main business for the past eight years. So we do residential sales. So we go primarily door knocking, right? We go around where the guys knocking on your guys' doors saying, hey, are you interested in solar? You know, something along those lines. And um, I got started in that eight years ago when my son was born. So I have three kids now. So Lalito, he's my oldest. And um, I was working retail, just trying to figure out, you know, how to make ends meet. You know, me and Anna, my wife, we talked about, okay, what are we going to do? We were both going to college. She, uh, I was going to Fresno State running track. She was going to FPU playing soccer. And we're like, we got to figure something out, you know? So uh, we just decided, you know what? I'm going to start working. And uh, when you finish college, I'll go back to college. And then, you know, we'll, we'll do it like that. So I was uh, working at Walgreens, trying to figure things out. I was like, dude, there's no way I'm going to be able to support myself, let alone Anna, let alone uh, a baby on the way. So I was like, I need to do something <laughs> else. So I was introduced to uh, solar. Um, I had no clue how that worked, what it was. Uh, little did I know it was door to door, right? And I was like, how does that work? Straight commission, there's no hourly. But I was sold the dream that, you know, you can make multiple six figures, this and that. I was like, just by knocking on somebody's door, I'm done. Like, I'm sold. I'm quitting my job, jumped into this. 
And it's been a blessing, man. So that's what I've been doing ever since. And uh, what we do is not only help homeowners save money on their power bills, right, by putting up the solar, but we also help, you know, other young, like-minded people that are hungry, ambitious, coachable. We bring them into the business. And I don't call it a sales company. I, I call it more of a personal development company. We bring people in. We develop them up, develop the mindset. Just like that's why I love this podcast, bro. You guys are all about you know, the, the mindset and developing other men, young, young entrepreneurs coming up. And uh, that's pretty much what we do, man. So hopefully uh, that answers your question and helps everybody understand what I do. No, definitely, man. Neil, you know, it's very exciting to see what you're capable of doing. And I like how you say that, you know, it's not a sales company, it's it's development, right? So let's actually kind of talk about the development stage really quick. So I'm not going to point out the corporations I've worked for because, you know, lawsuit issues. But I will point out a lot of big corporations, man, they they forget the concept of actually true development and actually what teaching is. So if you can kind of just expand a little bit, because I've seen some of your videos on Instagram and, you know, what you actually do with these individuals that come into your, you know, not even men, just women, anybody. Right. And you teach them this mindset and you get them going, you get them excited. So, you know, talk to me a little bit about a day to day. If I'm a new guy walking into your business and, you know, your process, how would you coach me up, man? Yeah. So somebody like yourself, if you were to come to me, hit me up on Instagram, you know, come to the office, whatever it is. The first thing I'm going to ask is what book are you reading? And if you say, I don't read any books, I'm like, well, that's where we got to start first. Right. Before we talk about solar, before we talk about paycheck, before we talk about anything else, I want to make sure we develop the mind first. So I'm going to say, OK, go back, you know, uh, get these books. I have a list of, you know, three to four books that people can get started with that are focused on personal development, the mindset, getting that right. And I'm going to have them do that first. Once they read it, if they don't, then they're not serious about it. Then they're never going to come through the door to start working with us. But if they're like, hey, I want to develop a mind. I want to get better. They read it. They come back to me. Awesome. Let's do it. And the reason I say that is I hated books. Anybody that knew me growing up, I'd never read a book in my life. I was a knucklehead. I was always fighting. Uh, you know, it just it was it was not a good situation for everybody that knew me, including yourself, Isaac. So once I started reading the books, I seen my mindset shift. I seen the world differently from like a different lens. And I was like, dang, there's huge opportunities in this world. And I was limited because I didn't open up my eyes to what else was out there. When I heard reading books, I was like, eh, I'm not going to really do that. But once I did it, it changed <laughs> my life, man. So that's the very first thing. When somebody comes to me, I'm going to ask them about, you know, do they read? If they do, awesome. What are they reading? Then we'll continue on from there. We'll see where they're at with their mindset. And if we could get them on track to like overcome adversities, um, just the challenges that we're going to face, right? All that stuff. We, we, we begin there before we get started into like any sales training, anything like that. You know, man, that's actually pretty awesome. That's that's a, a thing I think that's actually forgotten nowadays because the mindset, which again, I, I always talk about mindset, mindset and the mindset. The reason why is that's where it starts. I'm not saying that you, it's the law of attraction. People kind of get that kind of stuck. If you've ever read the book, The Secret, it talks about the law of attraction a lot. And we think that just because we think it's going to happen. Well, what it is, it's it's like a, it's like a car. You're starting the car by using that mindset. So if you believe it, you see it, that's what's going to then attract action. And then you have to do actionable items to then draw it in because it's, it's part of the mindset. So with that being said, man, and you focus so much on that, how do you personally come in each and every day, being a dad of three, running a business, and you're so positive, man. I, You've always been a positive person, I think, since I met you. I don't think I've ever seen you at all. I mean, you know, soccer, back in those days, we get a little heated, but that's competition. But, you know... Yeah. Every day, man, I, I've never seen you change, even with three kids. And Anna's the same exact way. So I love that. But how do you keep that mindset everyday positivity, walking into that business? You know, how, how, how does that work out for you, man? Dude, I, I, I love that you asked that question, man. So I could go different ways with this, but I want to preface it by saying, you know, our mind is like a parachute, right? If you jump out of a plane and you keep that parachute closed, what's going to happen? You're going to come crashing down, 
right? But if you jump out that plane and you open up that parachute, right, not only are you going to be able to see different things in life, you're going to be able to guide where you want to go, and then you're going to have a smooth landing. And then that's the way I see my mindset. So if I ever keep it closed, I'm having a bad day. I'm like, man, this sucks. I have bad days all the time, dude. But it's just like that parachute. I'm like, hey, am I going to just close my mind on this and just let it tear me down? I'm going to come crashing down on the day. Or am I going to open it up and see, okay, what is this, you know, bad situation trying to teach me? How can I learn a lesson from this? How can I open it up, right? How can I seek different opportunities? So that's what I'm going to start with is just, you know, our mindset. It's like a parachute. It works better when it's open. So going throughout my day, um, that's, that's how it goes, man. Like no matter what comes at me, I just try to have an open mind. And at the end of the day, I have like a long-term vision of where I see my life, you know, five, 10, 20 years down the road. And, um, I just think of that, man. I think of my kids, I think of my wife. I'm like, what type of life do I want to live 20, 30 years from now? And am I doing the actions today that are going to get me to that life? If I'm just kicking back on Netflix, chilling, like not going to work, I'm like, I'm just going to take a day off. Like, you know, it's, I'll put it off for tomorrow. I'm putting off, you know, for my family as well, putting that off for tomorrow. And then um, that's what drives me, man. It's all, I do it all for my family. And one thing I want to share is like, it's, it's kind of weird, but the perspective that I like to live by every single day, whenever I'm going through anything is I picture myself, okay, I'm 28 right now. If I was 88 years old today on my deathbed, I was about to pass away. The doctor said, Hey, you know, we're going to pull the plug. You only got another five minutes. Like, what would I reflect on my life? Like, how would I look at it? Like, dang, did I do the things that I wanted to do? Did I provide the life that I wanted for my family? Did I, you know, travel the world? Did I impact the people? Like, and did I impact, you know, the, all, the, all the things that I'm trying to do in life right now? If the answer is no, I'm like, dang, I wish I could go back to when I was 28 and do it all over again, knowing the things that I know now. So when I put myself in like that deathbed at 88 years old, I'm like, well, what if I had the opportunity to snap back to when I was my 28-year-old self again 60 years ago? man, the things that I would do, the things I would do today, knowing, okay, at 88, this is going to happen. Like, dude, I'd go full force when I was 28. And when I put myself in that perspective, I'm like, dude, I'm 28 right now. Like I am that 88 year old telling myself this conversation today. Like this is my second chance at life. So I'm just going to run it. I'm going to do as much as I can today. So yeah, man, I just wanted to share that because that, that's a perspective I, I, I go through a lot. It's like whenever I'm going through anything, I just picture myself as that 88 year old, giving myself a second chance. And I'm, I'm here, man. I'm, I'm living my second chance every day. You know, it's crazy that you say that, man, because uh, just on this last episode, I did an intro to myself. So I, I'm just coming off. Of, I'm about a month and a half sober from alcohol. Uh, I finally faced the fact that I Congrats, did have an alcohol problem. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I knew alcohol was a problem for me. Right. I just never wanted to accept it. Uh, same thing with the with weed, man. Weed was a big thing. I was numbing my body on a day in and day out basis. And I, I shared that story. And especially with the with health, man, the food I was putting in my body was just bad. But I, I said at the end of the podcast, I go, you know, if you were to die tomorrow, would you be happy with where you're at? And it's crazy that you put that into perspective because in reality, it is true. You know, if you die tomorrow, what's your legacy for not only for yourself? What are you leaving your kids? What are you leaving? You know, what are you leaving behind? And, you know, I, I always like to reference uh, the movie Coco. And the reason why I do that is because, you know, his his grandfather, you know, they're so worried about him not being remembered. Right. And because, you know, they don't celebrate his memory and stuff like that. And that's why realistically, it's not it's not mourning a death. It's celebrating life. So when you leave, is your family going to have something to celebrate you for? You know, what, what, what did you give back to this world? What did you do for God if you're you know, a man of faith or a woman of faith? And that's exactly how we need to look at life, man. Life is is a gift. Every day you wake up. In my personal opinion, when you wake up, that's a gift right there. You get to do your work. You get to go after it. You get another opportunity to go out and grind and do what you need to do. And that's what's crazy. You know, a lot of people, like for me, I'm single, right? I got single, no kids. Not, I got a dog. That is my child. That's it. You got three kids, my boy. 
three yeah. and you get up every day you go after it and you that's your motivator but what keeps you going for me what I, what it looks like it keeps you going for you is is you actually love what you do so i kind of want to talk on that like how important is it to do what you love to keep it going every single day um i feel like it's key bro like i know a lot of people say you know do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life um and what i do is just you know try to do as much as I can with like personal development, selling, providing for my family right now, right? Who knows if this is going to be all that I'm doing down the road, things might change, right? But I feel like it's huge, right? If you don't have that, like I call it burning desire, right? With what you're doing every single day, you're never going to have that spark to go out there. Like when I was working, you know, not to talk down on, on the retail, but when I was working at retail, dude, you, if I, my alarm went off and I had to go to work, I was not fired up. Like I was not fired <laughs> up, right? Even if I was reading the books and stuff, right? So yeah. Like, Doing what I'm doing now, it's like, dude, I'm pumped. Like, every time I wake up, I'm like, dude, this is another shot to get better. It's another shot to get closer to the goal. So I feel like it's huge, right? You, you want to put yourself in a position where you have that burning desire when you wake up. You're like, dude, I get another shot at this today. Not, dang, I need to go to this today. Yeah, so I think it's huge, man. Yeah. I think it's big. And you know what? That's, that's cool. I mean, you and I both have retail background, and I'm still in retail now. And I did that just to keep the lights on for a little bit, you know what I'm saying? But what what is the difference that you see from retail to what you do, right? Because like I said, in, in, for me, for in the corporate side, they don't teach. They say they do development. They say they teach, but it's a lot of finger pointing and, and just direction, right? So what is it that you feel you do differently and you bring more value to in your business than you got from retail? Okay. So anywhere that I was at, even with the retail, like I'd always try my very best. I'd try to bring as much value as I could to the company. But here's the problem is no matter how hard, hard I work, say, say it's myself and then my coworker, right? We both have the same position. He could be slacking off and I could be busting my butt. I could be reading the books. I could be going above and beyond. I could clock in early, clock out late, you know, give the additional customer service. And guess what? Both our paychecks, if this guy slacked off, didn't really care about the job, at the end of the day, our paychecks are going to be even, right? Which is cool. Like that. that's how you know, corporate America is, that's how retail is, right? Nothing wrong with that. I'm not knocking that. But for me, I felt like I could provide a ton of value, right? I would go above and beyond with anything and everything that I did that I wasn't getting paid without what I was worth. So that was the biggest difference for me is like, dude, I want to go somewhere where I could provide value to the market and the market's going to pay me what I'm worth, not be limited by a boss or like corporate America. So that was the biggest change for me in perspective. There's many more reasons that, but that, that was the main one. <laughs> if I'm going to go out there and bust my butt, I want to make sure I'm getting compensated for the same, you know, for the same level of effort that I'm putting in there. So that was, that was the biggest, uh, the biggest reason, man, the biggest difference for me. And you know what? That is very true, man. Cause, and, and kind of pivoting in the same thing you're going through right now, kind of pivoting, right? So there's a lot of people that kind of get stuck in, in these nine to fives and they get stuck in these corporate jobs, right? And again, I also focus on men's mental health because I do feel like it's not recognized enough. And it's only because, and I feel like it's only not re really recognized enough because men don't want to talk about it. And after, if you look at it, so according to a priority group, 40% uh, of men actually have never spoken to anybody about their mental health. They're actually really afraid to talk about it. And for me, I, I don't think you should be afraid to talk about it, but you don't need to be emotional about it. Right. So I started out a couple of weeks ago. I put out a video of me praying to God and I put out another video of me just there with a sad face. I mean, I was actually really going through it. And it's just this recording about like, it's going to be OK. Pick yourself up and it's going to be all right. But. You know, you like you said, you have your bad days, man. You have these things that kind of come across your mind. So when we talk about mentality, 
how how do you handle your mental health when you have bad days? Like, can, is there any tips or tricks you could probably give the people, you know, something they could possibly do on their own to kind of handle what they're going through? Dude, I, I love that you're saying that, man, because I feel like us as men, uh, myself, like Hispanic, is like we got like that machista background where we, we just we always <laughs> want to be strong. We never want to show our emotion. We never want to show a tear. We never want to show anything like that. And I feel like that's been one of my biggest weaknesses since I was younger, bro. I, I'd hold so much like anger inside of me for whatever reason. And then it just explode. Right. And then I didn't fight and stuff like that. But now what I've, you know, uh, what's been able to help me a lot is just diving into the personal development, right. Diving into like having a mentor, right. Somebody you can reach out to. So there's somebody in my life that, you know, when I first started in solar, his name is Landon Wimmer. Dude, I was going through like the hardest thing in my life up until this point, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of, you know, triumphs and tribulations down the road, but I'll give you an example. I'll be fully transparent. So I was doing great in solar. Everything was going amazing, but I overextended myself and I started putting too much into marketing, this and that. I got myself about 60, 60 something thousand dollars in debt. Picture that, dude. Like my life was going amazing, right? Hitting the numbers I want to be hitting. And then I felt like everything came crashing down. I went backwards. So I was in the toughest spot trying to hold it in. I'm not showing any emotion and dude, it was just crippling me down. Like I was going through it. So what did I end up doing is I just reached out to the person that I could trust, which was my mentor at the time. His name is Landon Wimmer. He runs an amazing solar company, you know, to this day, it's huge all throughout California. And um, you won't find him on social media, he's super private, but I reached out to him and I was like, I need to talk to you, man. And he was like, run it, you know, let me know. And that was one dude that I could trust like with my life. Like, so I, I opened up, I told him what I was going through. And, and it was crazy because what I thought was the end of the world, to him, he was like, that's it. He's like, I got you, man. He was like, just come grab a couple of sales and you'll be back on your feet. I was like, no, you don't understand. It's 60 something thousand. This and that. He's like, yeah, no big deal. He's like, we'll get you back on track. So that was the first step, right? Having somebody that you could talk to that you fully trust that has that mindset that's going to get you through it. And then two, what I did to build a belief, right? I started diving into Bob Proctor, which is a huge mentor of mine that I never met, but I consider him my mentor. He's passed away now. Rest in peace, Bob Proctor. I started reading his content. Um, I was 60 something in debt and I paid five grand for a course. I just got myself a little extra $5,000 in debt, right? But check this out. So I started reading his content, going through the videos and within two months, bro, I got out of that debt. Clear, started saving up again and started scaling from there. So not only was it one, I got to talk to somebody about it, but two, I started diving into the personal development um, so w that built my belief, but backed by action. I didn't just read the stuff. Like I went out there and applied everything that I was learning and, and it got me out of it. And so um, that's just an example of, you know, people like myself. I went through it. That was like the hardest thing in my life that I ever went through. And I thought it was like the end of the world, but I was open enough to reach out to somebody for help and say, hey, I'm going through this. Like it's bringing me down. I feel like my world's ending. And now looking back, I'm like, dude, it, it was a blessing in disguise because I learned so much through that, that it's going to, you know, help me through the next, you know, uh, roadblock that comes in life because it's going to happen, right? That's, that's how life is, but it's just a matter of pushing through and, and getting past it, man. You know, that's, that's awesome, man. You know, mentorship is a, is a big deal, right? I, I fortunately have at least two mentors in my life now, and then I got some really good family circle, right? So shout out to my uncle Oscar, who's probably the most positive, most humble man I've ever met in my life. And he really keeps me going, keeping me in check. I got a good one. And, you know, my brothers, Joshua Conco and Derek Perez, those two boys. But he's the realist, right? He's the reality person. He's going to give it to you. And Derek's that one where he's like, nah, 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 get up, get up, get up, get up. You're worthy of something. He's a constant reminder, right? And then my mm -hmm. last one is actually Pedro Torres. I'll give him a shout out. The man has never let me fall. And the only reason why I'm as good as I am in this business that I'm at now is because of that man. So mentorship, man, is a huge thing. The circle that you have, which I know your circle, your circle is real tight. I love your circle. It's great. 
And it's it's important to have a s- small circle. A lot of people mm-hmm. want to have like, you know, these all these people and it's like, no, 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 no. Slow it down. You just need your tight knit circle and these people are going to keep you going. And, you know, it's funny that you you bring up the finances and the debt because according to this article as well, the three main issues for reason for depression and anxiety for men is their work, which is 32 percent finances, 31 percent. And lastly, their health is 22 percent and 40 percent actually pulled said it would take it would take the thought of suicide. So again, 40% of men said it would take the thought of suicide for them to actually seek help. And for me, that's yeah. too late. And the reason why I know that is because last year, man, I, I thought about taking my own life a couple times and it, it's not something that should get you to that point to finally ask for help. So I think what you, you know, what you're coming from, you know, you got three kids and showing that your background, it's actually important because there is really realistically no excuse to not go get help or talk about it. Right. It don't matter your background. doesn't matter your situation. Just like you said, $60,000 in debt, you got to be freaking out, bro. You have to be freaking out. And the fact that your mentor literally said, that's it. I got you player. And that's the thing is that realistically our mind is making it seem like our problems this big when realistically is that small. And so I'm a, I'm a man of faith, man. So, when it comes to that, I, I've come to the realization, I just got to give it to God. I give it to God. I do my actions. I go at it every day. We're going to get there where we need to get there. So it's really exciting to see that someone like yourself has that same mindset. You know, we come from a small town. Shout out to Madera. We're, you know, it's very small. People didn't really think that you could do big things coming out of that town. And you're proving that wrong. The last thing I kind of want to ask you, man, is, you know, with, with the business that you have going on, what is your ultimate goal in the next five years with that business? What, 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 do you, what, do you, what do you see your vision being? Yeah, so I know I, I mentioned solar, right? Uh, right now we're still doing solar, we're cranking out. There's been a lot of changes here with the regulation, stuff like that in California. So we've also been doing life insurance that, like I said, it doesn't matter the product, it doesn't matter you know, about sales, all it is, we're a personal development company. So whatever opportunities are in front of us to sell a product that can provide income for the family, great. We're gonna push that, um, but we're gonna develop the mind first. So right now the vision, with the solar and the life insurance company is we're going to expand, you know, nationwide. So our plan is to, you know, be in Texas, Florida, Nevada, California, and bring on as many hungry individuals that want to change their lives to go out into the market, right. And, and make an impact. So, you know, that, that's the goal is just to be able to grow, you know, duplicate ourselves, see other people's lives change. Like, you know, like landing was in my life, how we changed mine. Right. Because I see what it did for me. So I just want to be an impact for other people that, you know, have that mindset, maybe have that itch. Like, you know what? Maybe my job isn't cutting it. Maybe I, I feel like I am worth more in this life. Like I want to do something different. Those are the people I want to reach, not just here locally, but, you know, expand in multiple states and and just just make a, just make an impact, man. And just uh, be be that be that person that was for me when I first started. Yeah, man, it's all about paying it forward, right? You know, it's whatever someone gives you, you got to give back. And and I want to touch on that just a little bit. You know, when you receive the help and you start to be successful, you start taking those steps forward. A lot of people forget that giving back, and I mean just giving your time, donating your time. Like right now, you're donating your time. I really appreciate it. How important is it for you you to give back? I know. Oh, absolutely. So for you, I, I get it. Like that's your mission to get back. But realistically, how is how is it so important for you? And do you implement it with your family as well? It's, it's very important. Yeah, it's very important because I see like touching back on to the mentors, you know, if they weren't there to reach out and show me the opportunities, introduce me to like the first development, reading books, you know, the other mentors, Bob Proctor, like my life wouldn't be where it's at today. And I wouldn't be on 
the path that I am today. So I feel like it's it's very important because you never know what somebody's going through. And like, if you can help out in any little way, whether it's somebody, uh, you know, responds on a, on a DM saying, you know, whatever, right? Just taking your time out of your day, talking, you know, responding back to them or helping in any way. It doesn't have to be financially, right? It could just be like a short message, right? Doing this podcast, for example, like who knows who this is going to touch. And I, I feel like this is a part of giving back, right? Like I'm sharing stuff that's helped me in my life. Maybe, you know, one of the listeners, if, if one person listening to this could be impacted, I feel like that's going to be a huge part of me giving back because who knows where their life can go just by like maybe one piece of, you know, uh, information that they receive from you or myself in this podcast. So I feel like, yeah, it's very important. And how do I give back? Like with my family, I guess just my kids, man, just being an example with you, right? Just doing the things that I know I should be doing as a father so my kids could see that example. And I feel like that's how I'm giving back to them. You know, the things like providing, like, I just, I just have to do that, right? I'm a dad. Like that, that, so I don't see giving back like, in a financial way. I just see the way I give back to my, my family is just being that role model that I hope for them, you know, to, to be one day uh, in this world. Absolutely, man. And yeah, no doubt you're one hell of a father, brother. I've seen it and you got some amazing kids and an amazing partner with you. So very excited to see. And you know, man, I got, I'm going to, we're going to end this with, right. So I'm going to ask you a question, man. And I want you to, I want you to give advice to people right now that are stuck, that are questioning, should they take this next step? Should I open this business? You know, they're just afraid to take that next step. What advice would you give those individuals to go ahead and take that leap of faith and take that next step? Dude, I love it. I love it. So uh, I just picture myself, right? Somebody talking to me when I was, you know, uh, you know, before I got started in this. And I guess what I tell myself, you know, it's telling everybody here listening is just, you know, take that leap, man. You know, take that leap because, you know, days are going by fast, right? The years are going to go by faster. And before you know it, you are going to be that 88 year old person on that deathbed looking back at your life and like, what did you do today? So I know I'm touching back on that, that example that I gave and it's the truth. So I'd say, you know, think about where you're at right now. And if you have an ounce of itch of like, dude, I'm worth more. I have this idea. I want to get it started. Just do it, man. Dive in two feet. Just, just get it out the way. Right. Uh, and just figure it out later. Right. Dive in, get it going. And then all of it, you're going to go through these bumps and roads. Right. And it's all going to feel like it's, you know, it's all coming against you, right? That That's just business. But once you overcome those things, that's why I say it's all about the mindset. You want to develop the mind. So when you, you know, when you face these adversities and, and roadblocks in life, you can overcome them. So if you're in that position right now of like, do I do this? Should I not? Right. It, that's a message from God telling you, you know, there's a bigger plan for you in this world. And that that's that message. That's that itch that you're getting. So I recommend just do it, man. Do it and go after it today. I couldn't agree more, man. I couldn't agree more. And I'll, I'll leave everybody with this. We're always going to face fears. We're always going to have adversity come our way. There's always going to be a roadblock. And when we say keep the faith and keep the mindset, meaning you're going to have to deal with these obstacles no matter what. You're never going to avoid them. You're never going to avoid pain. You're never going to avoid frustration. But you just got to take that one step because realistically, when you take that one step, you're winning. You're keeping the faith in yourself. You're believing in yourself. And, and like Lalo has touched many times, he's got his family that keeps him going. But realistically, it's what he loves the most that keeps him going. He That family is just an extra fuel. And that's with everybody. If you're, if you're oh, I don't have a family, well, do it for yourself. That's why it's most importantly to do it for yourself, to continue to keep that alpha mindset, to continue to keep going. And I promise you, greatness is upon you. Lala, I want to thank you for your time, brother. I want to thank you for your, your donating it. And man, congratulations to what you've built so far. I have no doubt, my man, you're going to be something huge one day, even more. And you're going to touch many, many lives. And I hope I'm on that journey with you, brother. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next time on the podcast. 
And everybody, keep that alpha mindset. Keep going. I appreciate y'all. Everybody take care.